This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The identity is now released of the one fatality that occurred in Houston County as a result of a tornado coming through on Tuesday morning. 81-year-old Charlotte Pascal was inside her mobile home in the Cottonwood area when the twister touched down and flipped that mobile home several times. Several other people were trapped in nearby buildings as a result of the storm. Property damage is being reported in other areas as well, like Jackson and Clayton County, the Florida Panhandle, and even a metro part of Atlanta, where a man was killed when a tree fell on the car that he was inside. U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville has some Senate Republicans that are willing to co-sponsor his bill. Senators Steve Daines of Montana and Bill Haggerty of Tennessee are joining two other Republican senators in backing Tuberville's bill that prohibits money from the Department of Veteran Affairs from being used to service illegal immigrants. Tuberville says there are 22 million U.S. veterans living in the country and the VA is only capable of serving 11 million of those veterans. Tuberville says he doesn't want it to get any worse for veterans, with the Biden administration requiring VA centers to start servicing illegal immigrants. Tuberville told Just the News that he hates to see taxpayer money intended for American citizens go to someone who is not. The Alabama Farmers Federation, known as Alpha, has now made a public endorsement of one of the candidates seeking to go to the U.S. Congress. Montgomery lawyer Caroline Dobson is running for the newly redrawn Congressional District 2. Dobson was raised on a fifth-generation family farm and is a member of the Alabama Forestry Commission. She also has been endorsed by the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. Alpha President Jimmy Parnell says Dobson's education, hard work, faith, and family will make her a strong voice for Congressional District 2. Alpha has over 300,000 members here in Alabama. State lawmaker Chris Elliott has prefiled a bill regarding local library board members. The bill from Elliott is in response to the controversy that erupted all last year between parents and public library boards over the types of books that are being made available to children and teens. Elliott's bill would give the right to municipal and county authorities to appoint or dismiss local library board members as needed. SB 10 would require a majority vote of that appointing authority in order to remove a board member. Elliott's bill comes after there's been some confusion abounding on who has the authority to remove a board member, especially as parents have been calling for the replacement of these board members after they refuse to remove some of the sexually explicit books within the children's section. Two Montgomery County judges have rejected a lawsuit that was filed by two Jefferson County Democrats who were both seeking to run for the position of Jefferson County Treasurer. The judge declined to issue restraining orders as requested by Erica Parker and Mara Allen. Those restraining orders were in an effort to get back on the ballot after Parker and Allen were removed from the 2024 primary ballot for not meeting a deadline regarding a statement of economic interests to be submitted to the Alabama Ethics Commission. The judges found that both candidates could not prove immediate and irreparable harm if their names were not placed on the ballot in order to run for this position. A man is under arrest in Bessemer after a five-year-old boy died from gunfire. 26-year-old Kendrick O'Neill is facing capital murder charges for the death of Brandon Nation. The little boy was getting his hair cut when the shooting occurred on the streets outside of the building and the bullets came inside. The man cutting Nation's hair was also injured. Police are pursuing other suspects in this case. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, President Joe Biden is just now learning, as of this past Tuesday, that the Defense Secretary, Lloyd Austin, 
has prostate cancer. That's also the reason why Austin had to be hospitalized last week for several days. 70-year-old Austin was at the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center and kept that a secret from everyone, including Biden. Kathleen Hicks, who is the deputy director to Austin, was on vacation in Puerto Rico, and she was not called in to assume duties for Austin either. Austin's New Year's Day admittance to an ICU was due to a urinary tract infection that was brought on by the cancer treatment he received on December 22nd for the prostate cancer. Republicans, along with Donald Trump, are calling on Austin to be fired from his job for the way in which this health crisis was handled in light of the fact that Austin is the top leader for U.S. defense forces and national security. The chairman of the House Oversight Committee, James Comer of Kentucky, is now talking impeachment regarding U.S. Attorney Merrick Garland. Comer is warning Garland this week that he needs to hold Hunter Biden to the same legal standard that he has held other Republicans when it comes to contempt of Congress charges. Comer spoke on Newsmax. Look, uh, we know how he's treated two Republicans that were held in contempt of Congress. Now he's going to have an opportunity uh, to hold the same type of uh, justice with a Democrat that uh, disavowed a lawful subpoena. A former White House assistant to President Donald Trump has dropped some bombshell allegations against the Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Mike Roman is one of the 18 defendants named in the case that Willis is bringing against Donald Trump. Willis is seeking to apply RICO laws against Trump and other members of the White House staff for their involvement in the 2020 election results in Georgia. RICO laws are typically used against organized crime syndicates. Trump and his lawyers are being accused of acting as organized criminals in questioning the election results and being on the ground talking to election officials in Georgia after the election. Now Mike Roman's attorney has filed a motion to dismiss the whole case, alleging that Willis was having an ongoing sexual relationship with one of her contracted lawyers, Nathan Wade, and that Wade was brought onto the case despite being a private lawyer and having no experience in prosecuting RICO cases. Willis is also accused of paying Wade generously from the Fulton County DA's budget, and Wade in turn taking Willis on cruises and hotel getaways. Furthermore, it came out this week that Wade visited the White House two different occasions in 2022 and met with Joe Biden's lawyers. This comes after he was hired as a special prosecutor by D.A. Willis and further reveals the collusion that took place between the White House and D.A. Willis in charging Trump, who is Joe Biden's primary opponent in 2024. And also of interest is that on the same day that Mike Roman filed these documents against Willis, the Wall Street Journal revealed that Willis was also issued a subpoena to testify in the divorce case involving Nathan Wade and his wife. Willis is accused of having a sexual relationship with Wade while he was married to Jocelyn Wade. More documents are released surrounding Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and the sex trafficking of underage girls to high-profile politicians and celebrities. In the past, independent journalist Michael Schellenberger has sifted through the Twitter files in order to reveal the level of collusion between big tech and big government. Now he's released a video about what the Epstein documents are revealing about blackmail, the CIA, and Israel's equivalent, which is Mossad. It sounds like a Hollywood movie. Government intelligence agencies, perhaps CIA and Mossad, use sex with dozens of teenage girls to blackmail some of the world's most powerful people, including Bill Gates, Prince Andrew, and Bill Clinton. But it's not a movie. It appears to be what New York investor Jeffrey Epstein did from the 1990s until 2018. One year later, he died in jail, either by suicide or murder. Now, there's a lot of misinformation out there about this case. The truth is that we don't have the hard proof that the CIA, FBI, or Mossad were involved in Epstein's sex trafficking. 
but we do know that the U.S. attorney for South Florida at the time, who arranged for Epstein's lenient sentence, said, quote, I was told Epstein belonged to intelligence and to leave it alone. And we know that the current CIA director visited Epstein's home. And all of the top journalists who have looked deeply into the Epstein case believe that intelligence agencies, including Mossad and CIA, were involved with Epstein and may have even controlled him. Now, the reason any of this matters is because it's just wrong for the people who are supposed to be protecting us to be involved in sex trafficking. That goes for both minors and adults. Government agencies asking their employees or their contractors to be prostitutes is coercive, exploitative, and wrong. So how did this happen? Miami Herald reporter Julie Brown gave, I think, the most succinct answer in her 2021 book. Epstein got away with his crimes, she said, because nearly every element of society allowed him to get away with them. This includes the FBI, the U.S. Department of Justice, Florida State Attorney General, and the media. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 